Welcome to the War on Weakness podcast. This is number 16 with Tanner and Kenny here. Uh, today we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, Kenny's new venture and all the details that come into it. Uh, we're going to go into some politics today. So uh, what do you think, Kenny? Where, where do you want to start with this one? Well, we could call it our, our War on Political Weakness. <laughs> hey, that's a, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's my position. The war has been going on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the, I mean, people have been following us here, and <clears throat> excuse me, obviously conversations on Sean Newman's podcast as well, is uh, I think it's fair to say that there's a lot of us that are concerned with the direction that things have been going, and I think that, uh, oh, you, Tanner, Sean Newman, myself, and many, many others, oh, there's really two ways to go about uh when you think that things are going in a wrong direction, one is you can take the, the victim mentality. Either this is assuming you think there's problems. If you think this things are going just fine right now, you might say, let it roll. Yeah. I'm not on that side of the fence. I'm on the other one saying the trend isn't good yeah. for the for in many, many regards, but right now I'm speaking specifically for Western Canada. And if you do are on that side of the fence, you say things are in the trending in the wrong direction. You can really say take two paths. I'm not really that political. I don't like politics. I can't do anything anyways. Uh, I'm just gonna basically bitch about it and do nothing. Or you can say I'm gonna do something. And I like hanging around with doers. I like people that take accountability for their own actions. That don't wait for a government handout or somebody to blame for their problems. You know, like you run in your gym here, Tanner, Sean Newman doing his thing, you know, and it's kind of how I've lived my life is, is, uh, what are we going to do? Well, we all have different, different, um, different, different skills, different goals, different abilities. It doesn't have to be politics. It can be anything, but you've got to, you got to be on the side of the the solution, not on the side of the problem. Yeah. No. And I think that, I'd mentioned it in that thing. I kind of did that tester one I did by myself there. And I I said, like, right from the start, we've said, what can we do? You know what I mean? And um, I think that this was a natural progression for you to get into something like this. Because not a lot of people could do this. Right? Like, you, there's a certain... you got to have a bit of an edge to you to run for a party like you have but yeah you still have to have on the backside a a certain political awareness in order to do it you know like somebody like just easy for myself might have all the the best ideas in the world not saying i do but i could the way i i am not diplomatic enough or politically correct enough to ever get anybody to buy into that and i think a lot of people are in that boat where they're just you know a little too hillbilly for the for the spotlight of that but at the end of the day you have that ability to sit in front of people and captivate them in a in a positive way and i think that transitioning into that is is like i've I've talked to a lot of people about this and everybody i talk to is like well you're the best guy for the job to do it so like you said, if it might not be in the political world, but because you have that ability, why wouldn't you go there kind of thing, you know? So, you know, I, I think you have a lot of support behind you on this from a lot of people that 
want that voice and they want that voice to be a little more articulate than maybe a lot of us can provide. Yeah, I don't know. I, I look at it like the, you know, because I know my wife the best of any other human on planet Earth, uh, the, actually on any planet. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, are you sure? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. The, uh, uh, cause I don't know. Apparently there's aliens now. Well, apparently there are, or there might be. No, I, I, I look at it like we all have a set of skills. My wife is incredibly gentle and patient. Uh, my wife's first training before she got her, her edu- uh, completed her education degree was uh, her schooling was in working with people with special needs. Is that how you guys met? It was at school. Yeah, she... Yeah, she <laughs> and that I do. Yeah, you know what? She was helping you. You know what? You're, you're probably closer to right than wrong. And what I mean by that is uh, her first training was... Uh, uh, her, her diploma was in a Bachelor of Community Rehabilitation, it's called. And then she went on to University of Calgary to, to work towards a degree program and then their education degree at University of Alberta. But anyways, her, her tra- uh, uh, field of study was really working with anybody who is, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. weak, because I don't believe weak, let's say different. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a part of her, she says that she could be on a bus or on a train or in a crowd. And for example, if somebody has, uh, has Down syndrome, for example, she says she doesn't know what it is, but they come and sit beside her. Like really? they just find her. Yeah. But she's, well, you know, Jenny, she's just, the, probably the the most patient person I've ever met in my life, which is now when you talk, put it that way, uh, I got a, a few uh, peculiar <laughs> traits myself. Yeah, there you go. So maybe may, so you you saw her and you're just like I just wanna I have to hang, sit beside I, you. I, I want to well, be I around why. you. I, don't I have know to why. sit beside you. You know, and and uh, yeah, I'm thankful for that. She's she's taught me a lot. Anyways, but my point is this: is that if somebody had a learning challenge of some kind or, or a development delay of some mm-hmm. kind or, or I've watched my wife when, uh, when her mom was dying of cancer my wife can sit there and, and stroke somebody's hair you know that's in their last days yeah. for 12 hours straight you know and, and she just has something that I don't I, I'm, 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 I like to go and be active and, and wrestle and fight and yeah and, and and so I guess it sounds to me like uh, you're you're male and she's female. <laughs> it, I know, like I I probably that's probably going to get censored. No, the internet's um, probably going to catch us on me saying well, such. But even know, amongst males, thing. you know, like I, I there's probably I mean obviously there's different <laughs> different traits that can go with both. But you know how? Um, oh, let's say my brother Pat. Mm-hmm. He is very uh, detail oriented. He he composes his own music. He, he, he balances his checkbook every night to the nearest penny. Uh, um, and, uh, and Tanner, if, is a vault, because when it goes pop. Yeah, it's, I, no, we just talk closer and I'll turn your game okay, down. Okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there we go. I like that better. Yeah, you just have to talk closer. Um, but I, even amongst humans, I look at humans like we're, we're, we all have different traits where some of us can run faster, some of us can jump yeah. higher, some of us can, you know, more detail oriented, some people are more, more, introverted more extroverted and so i just look at it like with the politics thing i don't see it as uh uh the thing that's going to save us all i just look at it tanner you you know your your fosters as well was it uh young or nietzsche like that said something along the lines of 
There's a peace that comes when you when you when you are where you think you should be. Yeah. You ever heard something along those lines? Yeah, Carl Jung. I don't. Is, it, is that a Jung? He, it's. It sounds like it. Yeah. He he was a little more, I guess, humanly than Nietzsche was. Like he he was more about the individual, like kind of the yeah the humanity part of it. And I believe yeah, it might be Jung because he also said, "Where your thoughts or interests lie, go there." Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, yeah. right? And so, just as much as I would say my wife would be better, you know, and you have your own set of skills, you know, say I've watched you build your your things in your gym out of wood. Yeah. If we had to have a cabin up within the next forty eight hours, it was going to protect us from some windstorm that was coming in. I say, tell Kenny to get the wood. Tell yeah. Tanner to put it together. Yeah. Right. You just we're just different. Some people work with their hands better, and and so, anyways, with this politics things, obviously, I'm concerned with the way the direction we're heading, and. Just as much as you feel at home putting together your, your cabinet, your, your, your new coffee bar, mm-hmm. and teaching people how to squat, right? Uh, I feel at home here. Yeah. This, this, if, if we're in a, a very stable, boring time of politics, I'm not interested. You know, there was a day where, for example, on the federal scene, so the three parties that would be thinking about independence, let's get that clear first, is on the Alberta side, there'd be Wild Rose. Mm-hmm. On Saskatchewan side, there'd be Buffalo. Saskatchewan party's also having discussions or talk or saying we, we should pay attention to this and talk about becoming more independent as well. Okay. Uh, um, so the Saskatchewan party's been kind of looking at that more autonomy, I guess, is yes. what you're saying. Uh, that's my understanding, yeah. Okay. I've, I've just recently become a little bit involved with Saskatchewan party in, okay. a, in a milder form. And... You know, I, I don't hear them saying that they want to separate or anything like that. No. But I well, believe they have somebody in town, it, they have somebody employed or put in place to study this, pay attention to it, and develop party um, um, Platform platforms changes, on it. Yeah. Because I, I, my understanding is when the last provincial election, the Buffalo Party came along with no budget, not very many candidates, and took quite a few votes, a lot yeah. more. Than, I think it was a little bit like, a bit oh, oh, we've got... We've got uh, we better pay attention to this. Yeah. The people are speaking. And so now the Maverick Party is on a federal stage, mm-hmm. right? So they're, they, they will be running in the federal election. Now, there, is there similarities between all those? Yeah, I think there'd be similarities, but there's differences as well. Uh, the Maverick Party's platform is one that I, I, I know the best and I agree with and it aligns with, with me and my morals and, and who I am and what I think is best for the West. And what is that platform? Like, can you just kind of, for the people that haven't looked into this, what's like, just give us a rundown about what that platform is. Okay. Oh boy, that's a that's a loaded question. But in short, or Cole's notes, as you like to say. Oh boy, can I do the Cole's notes? I'll do my best, Tanner. Um, as you gotta say it once, yeah. north of the river, boys. Yeah. Boom. Uh, do we do we have a single politician from our community, like like from Paradise Hill, French and Butte, Red Cross? Do, you, do you, did we ever have anyone? Involved in politics, I don't remember. Not to any. I know if we get up to Bright um, Sand area is yeah. where uh, Gerald, Jerry Ritz is from. Yeah. But from our community, like somebody that we knew or would have been in our community, or an uncle, aunt, friend. Probably had somebody in the RM up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 we had, oh, I knew the Reeve. Yeah, <laughs> we had the best road all the way up to our house. Perfectly graded. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if anybody really has. We're blue Has color. really got into that. We're blue yeah. color. We're, yeah, we're a, farmers, entrepreneurs, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say uh, I'd describe myself as being kind of a simple blue color. 
you know, my, I went the white collar route. Yeah. But my roots are blue. Yeah. You know, that's that's I feel most at home on a motor, motorbike or or in the bush with a with a gun on my back and dog by my side and and uh, we're having a beer in the the hill bar, yeah. you know, or the French Street bar. It's just kind of playing at a ball tournament or a volleyball tournament or something, hockey rink. So we're, we're blue collar, but the uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just not a political person. Mm-hmm. I, I voted. I always made sure I voted. But uh, uh, now that it's used to be, I'd say prior to this, mm-hmm. if the real race, if you want to get into politics, let's say at the federal level, conservatives in our area in Saskatchewan, Battleford, Lloydminster, I think the MP that's in power right now is Rosemary Falk, yeah, and I think she won the last election with seventy eight percent of the vote. Yeah. So basically, the real race is who gets to run for the conservative. Conservative, yeah. And that's the race. Mm-hmm. And then, and then all you have to do is just sit at home and watch Netflix and and watch your for votes sure. come in at seventy percent. That's yeah. it. So you could really put a, a a fence post in, and they would. That's who you'd be. Saying. I'm not calling right. Rosemary Falk a fence post. I'm no. just saying that. No, that's the liberal government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a fence post would be a, a step up, maybe. Well, it might hey. be a step up. Be um, more intelligent for sure. Yeah, but I would say that for me. Politics when it was a safe, predictable, boring—you know, like uh, I've, I've never. Have you ever met Rosemary? No, I haven't. No, I, I don't know if I've met anybody that's actually shaking her hand. Yeah, uh, you're um, the only politician I think I've ever met. Well, I'm not even a politician. I'm just—I'm I'm, I'm a candidate, <laughs> so I'm not even a politician. Yeah. Well, technically, you're in yeah, politics. I guess now, involved you know? now. Uh, but anyways, what I'm seeing is that where the West is at right now, it's it's awakening a spirit that's within the the average everyday people. Mm-hmm. Like me, I, I I wouldn't have invested fifteen minutes of my time other than to go vote to do this. It's like why would I? I I I, I teach. I have my own business. I'm comfortable. Um, I have six kids. My life is. I have got a really nice, quiet life that people just leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, I coach some hockey. The odd time you get on a coaching bench, the some coach will swear at you and you swear at them back, and right. then you shake hands and have a beer at the end of the game, and that's about as intense as my life need to be, other than fighting on the jujitsu mat, right? Yeah. Um, but now you done gone fucked that up, and then I went and screwed that up. Yeah, I went and screwed that now up. Now you have a big target on you. But but why 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 would I do that? And I joined a board on the Battleford uh, uh, Lloydminster area here. That mm-hmm. they were the ones that called me to see if I'd be interested. There's already a strong group of families that were running long before I came. And Tanner, these are good people. Yeah. These are really good people. Yeah. As in, like, these, I'm developing lifelong friendships. My wife can't, has come to, to all the events, and every mm-hmm. time we leave, she goes, I can't believe this group that was put together before you even arrived. Like, these are nice people. These are people that I'd have over into my home for supper that I'd trust. I, I think we're going to have lifelong friendships out of this. Yeah. Because it's, it's Tanner and Ken's and Sean Newman's that are just, enough's enough, right? It's just, yeah. it's time to stop just voting. Let's turn on the brains. Let's admit some reality. And, and let's do something about it. To me, the be careful. If I was, if I was, the powers at play. The West has the resources. We, we have food. We have energy. Mm-hmm. We have strong work ethic. Uh, 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 a culture that says, "Don't give me a handout. Just get out of my way and let me work." Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's our culture in the West. A lot of it. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying it's a lot of us. It has been our our underlying operating yeah. system. I don't think it's might it might be getting lost. It, it might be weakening, yeah. but it's still there. It's still there. Yep. And still wants to be there. If I was the East, how I would have played my cards mm-hmm. is grab everything you can from them, but don't upset them so much that they actually. Yeah. Wanna... I think they've done a masterful job of that. Well, have they? I'm going to think... take the opposite position. Yeah. They pushed one too many times. I think so, Aaron O'Toole yeah. supporting the carbon tax. 
was a last straw. You could have just Aaron O'Toole. You could have just taken his name, take the Aaron off, which is spelled like a woman, which is weird. Take the Aaron off and the O, and there you got his what he is. Yeah, if you're a loyal <laughs> like, conservative, yeah, that's, you're not real happy right no, now. No, that's a liberal in conservatives' clothing. Yeah, but so, anyway, so but just I, I just want to make sure that we finish off of like like so so what the if you don't. Like, just so that people can kind of have an idea. Because I know that a lot of people are going to say, okay, what's the Maverick part? What's going on? So what is it that 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 you guys are working with that the, the federal government is pushing a certain way out here to the West? What's the Maverick Party going to provide? Like, what what, what do they want to have oh, happen here? You know what I question. mean? Like, like that, that is... Because, you know, we've had conservative governments in the past. And, and I would even say that, like, Stephen Harper was, like, we've talked about it. I, you know, I think a very, very, very intelligent guy. Yeah. And I think a, a pretty good leader from what I can understand. I don't know. Like, he seemed like I he like was him. in control a hell of a lot more than this guy. You know, he wasn't up for a scandal every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking Trudeau, compared to Trudeau. Yeah, compared, you know, but so what I'm saying though is, so he was in there and I don't know until COVID came along, I don't know if I noticed a massive, like if I didn't turn on the media, I don't know if I noticed a big difference between, um, between the conservative government and the liberal government coming in here, other than what you see the media bring to you and what you see. But now as soon as COVID came in, they just utilized it and ran with it, I believe. So now we are in that spot with that. We've, we found a vehicle that would push and, and now it's about, it, it seems like it's this move towards communism, totalitarianism kind of idea. So like, what is that's, I think, why this a thing like the Maverick Party has come up as more of a freedom, more of an autonomy type thing. And, and what is that? Like, what does that look like as compared to what we're currently dealing with right now, I guess, is the question. I like how you phrase that. So everybody else might have their own take on this, but here's my perspective, is that everybody likes to define things along left and right on the political spectrum. Right? I think the actual naming mechanism comes from the Italians or the French, like where, where they sat in the house. Certain groups sat on the right side of the house. Certain groups sat on the okay. left side of the house is, is the root of that. But that's how we, like, you know, conservatives are on the right, liberals are somewhere in the middle, and NDPs are on the left is kind of typical. I don't look at it like that with the Maverick Party. I look at it like they are about standing up for the West, period. I mean, obviously it'll be right-leaning, but it's not, this isn't a severe right or severe left party. Mm-hmm. It's more like this. The system's broken. It, this, the, 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 the card deck is stacked against us. And for myself personally, I've never analyzed it this way because maybe I kept my head in the sand. Maybe I was too busy working. Maybe, maybe my brain was only half turned on because everybody's working lots of hours. Yeah, they took too much tax. And yeah, they sent too much in equalization to the East. And yes, 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 yeah. there's all these problems. But I'm busy and we're making money. And, and, everybody's, right. and, and our culture and our way of earning, our way of feeding our families wasn't under attack from our own doggone government. Mm-hmm. And so now, I think I like your question is, what's in it for somebody from the West to vote for the Maverick? That's a doggone good question. Because it, 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 my training, as you know, is in business. And if you want somebody to buy your, your product, you've got to ask yourself, what's in it for the consumer? 
Like, why would the consumer walk through Viking store and not quick, or what's a quick fit or fit for less or whatever yeah, it is? fat for less. Fat for less, quick. Yeah. Yeah, or well, emotional right. fitness. Yeah, but like, they're different products. And so d- different customers will come from, but so w- what's in it for somebody to walk through Ma- Viking store? So the question becomes, what's in it for somebody to vote for Maverick? The, let's look at it this way, is when I look at the conservatives now and the liberals, those are the only two parties that are vying to have their leader named prime minister. Would, would the NDPs love to have Jagmeet Singh named prime minister? Yeah, they would, but they know that it's not going to happen. No, not, no. In, not in our, not in the near not future. Not until they merge with the liberals. But. Sure. And so what, what the leader is, is to me what they, they're playing is a game of chess. This is a game to them more than it's about livelihoods. Absolutely. And, and care. It's a power grab, yep. Right. And so let, let's run through the numbers. Is There's 300, 338 MP seats in, in Canada, in the House, in, in Parliament. Out of those 338, 199 of them exist in Ontario and Quebec. So 200 out of 338 are in Ontario, in Ontario and Quebec. Let's say, <laughs> let, let's play a hypothetical for a moment. Yeah. For a moment. Justin Trudeau, let's say he really craps a bed and he loses his election big time. And, and they need, they're like, Justin, you didn't do it for us this time. Sorry, you're gone. You know how these political parties work? Sure. It, they, they kick the one to the curb that didn't win and they, they, and they try somebody else the next time. They're going to keep trying a combination until it works. Yeah. Let's say they come to Tanner and say, Tanner, would you run for the Liberal Party? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, Trojan horse. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Though, but the, uh, um, here, here's what it would be, Tanner, is... We're, the, we're, the, we're the, the puppet masters. We're like, we put you in place. We're the Liberal Party. Tanner, you're now the li- leader of the Liberal Party or the Conservative Party. I don't care which one you want, you want yep. to play. It's going to be the same game. Go win. That's your job. Go win. Yeah. I don't, care. I don't care what your personal interests are. I don't care what your values are. I don't care where in the world you lived or you love the North or the South or the East or the West. I really don't care. We are the Conservative Party or we are the Liberal Party. Your job is to win. You don't, you're replaceable. Did you hear what I just said? This is a job, my man. Go do it, or we or we end your political life. That's I'm probably being a little bit harsh, but look at how it goes. Who have we gone through on the conservatives? They've lost, right? So they went through Andrew Shear. They went through. Well, he came in after. Yeah, he was Harper. He was Shearer. Harper then Shear. But you can see but, an O'Toole now. Yeah, if O'Toole loses this one, how long do you think? To, else. Yeah, he, he's cut. Now yep. they're going to go to. So we're just going to keep trying. So to me, now to. Which yep. is sad because it it means that people are buying the puppet. Yes, and that's sad. I you know what was I mean? buying the puppet. Yeah, I was buying the puppet. Yeah, and I think a lot of us in the West, and I'm starting to feel like Kenny, you're a fool. Yeah. Like, like how? Come on, you think you think you were paying attention to politics and you didn't catch on to this earlier? Like, what are you a little dense? You know, right. was, I'm talking to myself here. So now, with that said, if your job is to become prime minister, two hundred of three hundred thirty-eight are in Ontario, Quebec. Ontario and Saskatchewan together, those two, just those two provinces. Uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan. Yeah, Alberta and yeah. Saskatchewan. I think there yeah. are 44 seats or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Hold right. on. Uh, I've got it written down. Alberta is 34. Saskatchewan is 14. So 48. Yeah. So you got two provinces with 48. You got right. the, these other two ones. What do I need? If, if your job, let's pretend it's a business. If you're Viking and you have 200 of your customers want one thing, you only have 338 customers, 200 want one thing, 48 want something else. What are you yeah. going to do? I'm in, exactly. You're going you're gonna, to I got to go with the 200. Absolutely. So this is just a game for them. It's checkers. You know, yeah. and let's, so to me, what's in it for the Maverick Party? So let's go like this. Let's just say that right now, conservatives are liberals with a blue, a blue tie on, mm-hmm. in my opinion. 
Now you've got the, the liberal. So if they're going to pander to Ontario Quebec primarily because they, they've got to win, then we have uh, um, the uh, Bloc Quebec or Party Quebec. What was it? Bloc Quebec. The Bloc Quebec. The Bloc, yeah. the Bloc Quebec. Yeah. the federal. So what, what do they say? Well, we're representing Quebec. We're here just to defend the French language, the French culture. Okay. So which out of the, and then NDPs, whatever NDPs are trying to blow up everything they can. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. but they're not. They're not. They're not helping the West for sure. For sure not. So now, who's left to defend the West? If it, it, we we like to think that conservatives and liberals are federal parties. Yeah. But the number systems say they aren't. They're yeah, regional. They're, they're going after Ontario and Quebec. Absolutely. So it's just a numbers game. So now we got to be honest with ourselves. There's nobody standing up for us. Yeah. Let me give you another example. Our local MP uh, uh, on the Saskatchewan side, the one I'd be going up against, is, is a lady named Rosemary Falk. Yeah. I've never heard a bad thing about her. I think she's a nice person. You know, I, I follow her on Instagram, and yeah. looks like she has nice kids, nice husband. She just looks like a nice person. Right. Um, let me give you a stat. The stat I have in front of me, somebody can tell me I'm wrong. I'm sure they will. Yeah, but 99.6% of the time, uh, members of parliament, so MPs, vote with their party. So yeah. so she doesn't vote in for what's best for us. She votes according to what Aaron O'Toole tells her to vote. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So this is a game. This yeah. is a game. And why does she vote that way? Because Aaron needs to O'Toole needs to appease the 200 customers. Right. So that whatever they so if there's something that's going to hurt the West, but they need to try to appease the East, they're going to appease the East because it's 200 customers out of 338. Absolutely. Or 199. And so that leaves us sitting here going like, wait a minute, I'm conservative. That's why I vote blue. Yeah. I've always voted but conservative. Now you're not conservative. And and, yeah. and and they're no longer here with me. They yeah. they kind of turned to me and said, "Adios, amigo." Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and you still have to vote for them. I still have to vote because, because who else am I going to vote for? Yeah, you're going to vote Jagmeet, for liberals. Yeah. Right? right. Justin. Yeah. So Jagmeet, no. Just like NDBs, no. Yeah. Black Quebec or Party Quebecois, no. Uh, conservatives, yeah. no. And so it left a whole bunch of people like me sitting around going like, I I can't I can't not vote. Yeah. But what am I going to do? Maybe so, I spoil my ballot, and that's as disgusting as anything. Yeah. So it left a whole bunch of people like me uh, politically homeless. Now I think the mistake they've made is is they thought they could bank on the West being well. It's the best of the worst. So they'll we'll just bank on all these Westerners. Kind of being naive, giving us the vote, and we'll run over. We'll 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 appease. We'll vote for the carbon tax and yeah. run over to the Ontario and Quebec folks and say, "Hey, we're here to serve you too, mostly you." But we're gonna wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. We'll we'll tell the the West we'll take care of them too. And uh, I think what they've done is they've they've pushed us one step too far. You know, like when somebody, you know, they they poke you in the chest. Yeah, and you're like, buddy, just just leave it alone. This isn't going to be good for either of us. And then they poke you in the chest the second time. And you're like, honestly, I, this is not going to go well for either of us, you know? Well, after poke 21, you know, aren't you going to say, okay, it's time, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think that, that right now, a lot of us Western folks are like, we've had enough. We've had enough. Yeah. Now, now we're going to stand up. Now you've pushed us too far. You've har- you're, you're telling us we're dirty because of our oil. Mm-hmm. Right, you're, you're you're telling us that you lied to us. You told us you're not going to support a carbon tax. You're supporting the carbon tax. You're you're, you're hush on the equalization. Right, money sent that way. Well, we, we've had a extreme hard times here. Right, when when we, what's in it for the West here? Like when aren't when we're hurting? Or isn't the equalization supposed to come this way? You know? Yeah, no. Like this is not just a, they're bleeding the West, and so but they have for since 
since uh, it's not what um, since we became a country. Yeah, that's the history of it. It's sad, actually. You know, like it was that that's the shitty thing about being in the West is like in the United States, the 13 colonies were built along the East Coast. And when they went out into the West and then once they had uh, confederation, they brought all those states on with an equal say. Mm -hmm. So they basically allowed you to or it actually formulated eventually into where each state governs itself. You know, like and that's like if you look at the the United States means this is 50 countries under one federation is what it was. The Constitution was written. as, Right. So that's why Texas can go do whatever the fuck Texas wants and away they go. Canada, on the other hand, we were under the British Empire up until what? Like, when did they finally sign it over? Wasn't it the 60s? Before they actually signed the document uh, saying we're no longer part of the British Empire? I believe so, but I don't like yeah. the state. And the, I, I'm, the not gonna, to like yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to, but let's just say, I think that's when it was. Yeah. But let's just say that it, it wasn't that long ago that we actually signed over yes. from the British Empire. Well, all of Canada, what they call Upper Canada or Lower Canada, that like, you know, mm-hmm. the St. Lawrence area through Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, that entire section of the world was Canada. Then we came out or as, you know, as they started to colonize the West, it just kind of got added on. Yeah. The West has never f- had its own independence. No. And we've we were been, we've just kind of an add on to the British Empire centralized Canada. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the, we still are out here kind of as a tack on to the country. So they're like, yeah, here's some seats in parliament just so that you guys look like you're part of the country. Yeah. But you're not. Yeah. We were but, supposed to be, you know, the history of it. I'm reading a book on it right now. And, uh, I, I, my understanding is we were actually originally supposed to be called the Buffalo province. We were right. Yeah. We, it and was, we were going to be a big body, body of land. You know, yeah. uh, and they said that's going to be too much power in, in one one group's yeah. hands. Let's split them up into small little pieces. Right, is my understanding. No, the I, Roman Empire did it. Yeah, they they were the kings of it. The Soviet Union did it. Yeah, like that's this is what you do when you have yeah. a resource rich external piece to your empire because most empires start on a resource like St. Lawrence Seaway and everything through that area was a resource rich area at one point. Yeah, and they milked it dry. Now all the yeah, I mean, it's still great farmland, all this stuff. Yeah. But now, then all of a sudden, all the resources shifted out west with oil, gas, cattle, food, farming, all these phenomenal things. So they're like, well, we better, you know, we better make sure we control yeah. that, just like the Roman Empire did with, with parts of France, yep. Germany, and a place like that, just like Soviet Union did with Ukraine, Poland, all these places. Yeah. And we're now looking at that happening. Well, you, and you kind of can't blame them, right? Because no, of course you can. In in Eastern Canada, like in in the Ottawa's and Toronto's, where you know it's a lot more settled than here. I know there's First Nations across Canada, Canada all the way, but this new system that was the 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 people in suits that were coming out to make money here, right? Uh, that 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 banking system and and uh, politics has been it's just older and more more entrenched in the Absolutely. East. And when they set up the West, they didn't say. Let's set this up so that at some point in time, the power structure can shift out that way, right? No, Why they would sure, they do that? Why would they do it? Why would you give There's up There's places poly- in Quebec that have like a population of 40 people living in a f- fucking suburb or a, uh, an estate area that has a seat. Yeah, so when you do your uh, you know? density, right? People, yeah. people per seat. That'd be like Vermilion having a seat. Yes. <laughs> you yeah, know, and like- so the... Uh, um, 
So now with with the the what's in it for somebody to vote the Maverick Party, somebody might say, like, so I guess for me, one is is that somebody that is with, let's say Rosemary Falk again. Yeah. I don't see her taking risks. I don't see her speaking out. I don't see her. I checked her Twitter feed. Her last twi- tweet was uh, December 24th of 2020, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Yeah. We've just come through what we've come through. You know, where are you? You know, like I, I yeah. don't, I haven't talked to anybody who's met her, like personally. That She's smart. And maybe that's the best thing you should do is just. Well, look at Derek, what happened to Derek Sloan when he spoke out. Are you sure? Gone. Yeah. Like her best interest is to shut the hell up and win her seat. And so how is that speaking for us? <laughs> it's not. How is it helping us? Yeah. So, so I think that a lot of us that were saying, I just vote conservative because I want Justin Trudeau out. That's a simplistic argument that might allow you to not make a new decision. And, you know, the way I look at it is that the way that people, companies, people, uh, biology, how, how it, it survives is by adapting. And if we just say, I'm just going to blindly keep doing what I've always done because eventually it will, it will work. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Is that, is that a true statement? Yeah, it's no, not right. a true statement. Right. Countries change, borders change, lo- loyalties change, political, political change, nature changes, right? Uh, uh <clears throat> so, Companies like uh, I believe it was Kodak. You know, I, I, I studied business and, and they teach a lot through case studies. I think it was Kodak. Should, I'm sorry if I if I've got it wrong, but yeah. the the story the story will work even if even if my my details yeah. are wrong. I think it was Kodak. You know, had always made film for cameras. Remember the old you put in the film. Yeah. And when it was time to change, when all the the cameras started changing to electronic format, they said, "Oh no." Films where it's at, we're just going to keep, yeah. keep in film. Yeah. They chose not to adapt because that, yeah. they thought that it was always going to stay the same. Yeah. Go well, down they, to Blockbuster. Then they died, chance. right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, <laughs> then they, they, or Blockbuster is probably yeah. better. We do know yeah. that. Blockbuster, Blockbuster actually laughed at Netflix yeah. out of their front doors. They did. They said, this isn't going to, yeah, they, they said, have been you're stupid. It. You yeah. don't know what you're doing. Get out of our store and never yeah. come back. Yeah. This is where it's going to be. They're Physical like, VHS. Internet, right? spinternet. Right? Yeah. yeah. And what happened? They didn't adapt. Yeah. So you can't, assume that just because you're comfortable and you have been for the last 20 years with the conservatives, that it's not time to adapt. That's foolish. Maybe it is right to stay with conservatives, but you at least have to keep analyzing scenarios, different, different options in case it's time to adapt. And I believe it's time to adapt. So now the, the other thing is that I feel, well, I can tell you what's in my heart is that I'm not here to gain. I'm not here playing a game. I'm not here to try to get some soft position in government where I can be important and sit there and put out one tweet per year on Christmas and, and, and then just keep quiet on, on the issues. Yeah. I'm here to work for my people. That's why I'm doing this. Otherwise, I would have stayed in my quiet, like, comfortable, comfortable life. So to me, it's like, uh, Tanner, what's the, there's going to be sayings that say, you're the guy that loves, loves talking about war. Is, and I was just on Sean's podcast this morning, we talked about the same thing, is... I can tell you that if, if somebody was on my shore coming to kill me, my wife, my children, and burn my home, you're going to get a fight out of me like you've never seen. Alternatively, if you put me on a boat and force me to go halfway around the world to try to take somebody else's home and kill their, their wife and kids, I'm either doing it for pay or I'm doing it because I'm forced or I'm doing it because I'm a slave or, you know, may, maybe I'm doing it to get rich, you know, mm-hmm. maybe or to get some war glory or something like that, but you're going to get a different fight out of me. Right. If it's to save my kid's life, uh, I'm going to the death. Yeah. If it's to take, if it's to take something from somebody else, it's a game. 
to me. Yeah. Now, now, what the PC, in my opinion, the conservatives in our area, they're playing the game. They vote with their leader. Like Rosemary doesn't vote for us. She checks with O'Toole to find out what she should vote. O'Toole tells her, and then she votes that way. Mm-hmm. So you just think she's representing you. Right. Me, I'm, I'm representing our people. Come Maverick. Because the, to me, they've att- they're attacking our culture, our way of feeding our families, mm-hmm. who we are. Our, uh, they lack respect, right? They, they aren't sitting down at the table saying, we're all equals here. Let's find a way to work. So to me, they're attacking us on our soil. Mm-hmm. And so that's a different fight. I'm fighting for, for... I'm not saying this is war, but it kind of is. In a way. In a way. It's not quite... It's not killing... No. But there's been people who have lost their jobs. There's been people who have lost their companies. The oil industry took a shit in. I'm not blaming it all on the conservatives, but you bloody well better get down there and fight for us. Yeah. At the minimum. Yeah. And, and if you're not. just going to say, we'll do, and they're not. No. In my opinion, I'm, and I'm not saying that if you talk to one of our MPs, if they don't in their own heart believe and say, I wish I could do something, but they're told to just keep your mouth shut and vote with, we'll tell you when it, when it fits, when something that the West wants fits what the East wants. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Let's fly that flag. And there's a difference between playing to win and playing not to lose. Yeah. And they play not to lose. Yeah. Which means you're not, you just, you know. Yes. Yeah. So now the, if somebody would say, well, but wait a minute, if you're only going to run in the West, so the Maverick party is only going to run in the West, West of Manitoba border. If you're only doing that, you can. You just went through the numbers. You're never going to have a prime minister. There'll yeah. never be a, a, a maverick prime minister. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a good point. And so I said, well, what good are you going to do then? Well, I would say, how do you think the party Quebecois is making out for Quebec? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I used to look at the way the Quebec, the party Quebecois, played the the cards for Quebec as being selfish. Yeah. I used to look at it like, come yeah. on, we're we're a big happy family. Shouldn't you just be get rid of that party? How can you even be? Yeah, we a looked at them as just the worst. They were the worst. Yeah. No, they were just a little older, just a little more mature, just a little smarter. Yeah. Right? A little more strategic. I'm not... I wish I wish the system wasn't broken. But I also wish that I had a Lamborghini in my garage. <laughs> and I wish that yeah. I had holiday property in 17 of the nicest countries on planet Earth. Well, just become the prime minister. <laughs> and you to, then all your buddies will set you if, up. If you're, if, you're, if you're that kind of prime minister. But yeah. the... <clears throat> Excuse me. Wishing something and acknowledging what's real are different, and and the system isn't set up that way. So t- so t- the Maverick Party, what's going to be, is they're going to try to send MPs. They're going to send MPs to Ottawa to say we're here to vote, and it's simple on any policy, any decision, any bill, anything. <clears throat> the question will be asked: Is this good for the West? Answer is yes, we support. The answer is no, we don't support. We'll do everything we can to play our cards in a way that protects or helps the West. Simple. There's no phoning down to Ottawa to find out what O'Toole or Trudeau is going to tell mm-hmm. us to vote. Right? It's just, you know, uh, they want to they want to double the carbon tax. I'm going to come out and say, Tanner, what, what do you think of that? That's horse is what you're yeah. going to tell me. You vote for that, you are out. I will fire you in the next election. Yeah. And so you should. It's called democracy. It's called democracy. Yeah. And so, so it's so it's just that simple. And now, if you're never going to be the prime minister, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to you're going you in a minority parliament. You might argue that the NDP and Parti Québécois or Bloc Québécois have maybe the most maybe the most power in Canada right now, because in a minority parliament, liberals need them yeah. to move anything through. 
So they have to dance with a dance partner that helps them get over the 50% mark. Absolutely. So we can do that. We can do that. Now, that's the first play. The second, so the first play is to try to play the game. Understanding it's not a game, but try to, try to, you've got to play their game. The political game. The political game. It's a game, yeah. Now, let's, let's assume that this game goes on for 10 years and, and Western Canada doesn't make an inch. Maybe they go backwards. Then what? Well, the, the Maverick Party has what's called a twin, twin track approach. The first one is to try to influence Canada by working within Canada. Yeah. You know, in a perfect world, you want to stay within the family, right? You got a brother and sister that are arguing over something. For sure. In a perfect world, they go, they grab a coffee or a cold beer, they sit down, they air their differences, they yell at each other, they scream at each other, and at the end, give each other a hug and say, I'm going to forgive you, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you on this, can we agree on that? And they, and they leave together saying, I, we found peace, we found agreement. Yeah. That's, that's the best case scenario. But we can only control what we control. Let's be bluntly honest about that too. You and I can want, again, the Ferrari in the garage and the holiday property on the world. But let's say that 10 years from now, nothing's happened. Haven't made an inch. Well, then the second, the twin track, the second track is to say, let's start moving towards independence. Yeah. Right? So some people, as you know, in this area are like, let's, let's find independence like tomorrow morning. Yeah. I think we, we've got to tread carefully with that. We've got to, maybe we end up there, but we have to think our way through this. We end up there. It's just, will it be, this country can't stay together. <clears throat> it can't. I don't know how long we're looking at, but if you look at history, yes, this country will not stay together. What we th- that's maybe too emotional for people to talk about. Yeah. What we can say is everything always changes. Sure, but I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, what I'm saying is there will be divisions. Sure. There's always going to be, and especially in a land like the fact that we made it this long with a landmass that big. Yeah. Now I'm not saying, you know that that's a bad thing. The, it's, you're going to, things like that will happen. Yeah. Now it might not be, it might be a hundred years. Yeah. But you know what? That's only 300 years after this country was started or not quite. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, if you look at most empires, they're like, well, you know, that country broke apart pretty quick. Well, the you Soviet know? Union. Absolutely. Right? Look at, look, at one point in time, would, would somebody have been saying, well, eventually the Soviet Union's going to break up. So you would say, ooh, it's a pretty big power there. Yeah. Right? A lot of, lot of centralized power with yeah. tanks and guns and 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 and, yeah. and and it split up. Somebody else might say, yeah, well, what about North and South Korea? Are they going to stay separated forever? I don't know. Maybe 20 years from now, they're one nation. Maybe, maybe 20 years from now, they're four nations. I don't know. But what I do know is there will be change on the, on the world. You know, countries yeah. will change, borders will change, political powers will change. So can we say that Canada will continue to change? That's an easy statement. It's yes. For sure. Will it continue as it currently sits, you know, for the next year? Maybe? 10 years? I don't know. But at some point in time, it will change. I hope it changes so that the West has more of a say, period. And I hope it stays within Canada. But if it doesn't, it, 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 we can only control what we control. We hope for the best, plan for the worst. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth saying we're going to separate. No, yeah, no, no. That's it. but at the end of the day, I like that approach where, you know, we've it's worked this long, and to just pull the shoot and the people don't realize the logistics of trying to separate. Yes, it's, it's you know, complicated. It, I would imagine it's but quite it's complicated. doable for sure. Yeah, right. Well, anything other countries have done it. Well, even just becoming more independent. Yeah. Right. Uh, have your own provincial police forces. Yeah. Like, why don't we do that? You know, yeah. uh, uh, collect your own taxes. <laughs> You know, like these are just some ways or, or, um, that we can take up control, like the things that we can control, why don't we control them? Yeah. 
That's right? a great question. And why don't we? Because that is people. You can be, you can be the most liberal person in Can- in Alberta, and you can be the most conservative person in Can- or in Alberta. Why wouldn't you want what's best for Alberta? Yeah. So whether you know? you're yeah whether you're an NDP or liberal or conservative, if I said yeah, but do, would you like it if if the policies that were in the West were the best for the West? Great. That you would think to, that to people allow, would say yes. Yeah, to, you know? to allow you to... I don't like, know. Like, I mean, that's I get a pipe dream because I don't think a lot... Of, I think there's a lot of people, especially in cities, not generalizing everybody, but you would probably find a majority of them that probably like a lot of what the federal government has to say. Maybe, but one, one of my one of my best friends when I was down in Calgary, we're still friends with him. He's a vice president with... He was with another, I won't say his name, but a vice president with one of the big oil companies downtown Calgary has uh, uh, done very well for himself. You know, he's... <laughs> yeah. He wants what's right for Oh, us, for sure. Right? The, yeah. these, these these people that are the investors that, that take the risk, that take their money and put it into a new drilling rig or a new truck or a new welding rig, right? They yep. they get it. You know, we, we've got to be business friendly. We've got to allow people to earn an income. We've got to make it so they, we get out of their way so that they can feed their family and, and support them so they don't need a government handout. That's just where this yeah. is at. Well, for sure. Isn't it? Yeah. And, and we have some of the cleanest oil on planet Earth, and oil's not going away. Not for the short term. I know 100 years from now, are we all on solar? Maybe. Yeah, sure. But, but let's talk yeah. the next 25 yeah, years. Yeah, this is, you can't, you okay. gotta, I've said this right from day one with the oil industry, and that is, you know a bunch of them, I know a bunch of these guys and girls around this town that are ridiculously smart, uh, in, like, Ingenuitive, is that yep. word? Uh, you know, tough. They they are they're what you want on the cutting edge of technologies and of you know. No, there's so how many people hold things. patents in this town? Absolutely, right? but what I've said from day one is everybody thinks that the oil field created them, and I disagree with that. Mm. They came to the oil field and made it better because why the oil field is the 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 oil industry oil and gas industry as far as being probably one of the most important industries on the planet i would assume we fight wars over it all the time and especially one of the biggest ones in this country in this continent it's like that for a reason it's because it is currently the most highly effective and highly efficient way to create energy and product and manufacture Mm -hmm. it is now is it nice to think that we can harvest the sun rays and make power? Yep. Can we do it in Canada in January, though? No, I don't believe we can. You know, is it nice to use wind? For sure. But does it work all the time? No, it doesn't. Hmm. Where oil and gas is the best thing we have available. And we're not going to change that overnight because people have been trying to switch to solar and wind and all these things for a hundred years we've been trying to, but it just isn't there yet. And it won't be. Otherwise we would have started to figure it out. And I'll tell you what is when it does get close, which maybe it will, let's say it does. You're going to see these guys that we see before us, the, the cutting edge in our town, they will then say, okay, there is a viable option here. There is a viable options towards electricity, solar, wind, all these things, water, maybe, You'll see these because they're not dumb. I talk to one a lot. One of the, one, a guy in this town, I'm not going to mention his name, but I talk to him a lot. And as one of those motherfuckers that, it, he isn't, 
an oil guy. You would think he is mm-hmm. to talk to him. And look, he's not an oil guy. He's a winning guy. Mm-hmm. And it's, okay, this is where I can win right now. And I think- if you can start to show that there's other potential out, like options, those guys will shift over to it. And the fact that they're not shifting to it right now goes to show you that that isn't the best option. So just to, I went off on a bit of a tangent no, there, but good. that's what Western Canada is primarily made up of is these people that, you know, we're the descendants. <laughs> we're not quite as, um, I guess, uh, percentage-based populated as we once were in this, but we're the, the ancestors of people that decided to go into complete fucking isolation and complete darkness and complete unknowing to build Western Canada. Mm-hmm. That's who we come from. So... We're going to naturally be pretty good on average at building things, creating things, and being self-reliant and independent. We're going to be because our ancestors were just to get out here. Now, I understand how immigration works and all this stuff, and maybe the population is skewed back towards, oh, I, my, the plane landed off, I got, and yeah. I'm sitting in a house. But the people that founded Western Canada or built these industries and these things that we see were some badass motherfuckers, and it still runs in our blood. It runs in mine and yours, I know. Wasn't that long ago that, uh, you know, First Nations, right? Living off the earth, <sighs> you know, shooting buffalo and, let's just, you know, we're, we're at 45 f- below weather. And, they're, they're, uh, and, and let's not take away from uh, the people who came here into the West, you know, landing with a, a suitcase and 10 cents their name and four hungry kids, yeah, right? Clearing some land and, and uh, uh, packing some logs together with some mud in between it and Those- trying... You know, like, think these about, are hardy people. And think about the First Nations people that we have left here. That, you know, because will I, like, right now they're trying to pit, I, I believe, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. is that because of political reasons, our federal government right now is pitting the, you know, the Christian-based ideal of of our descendants, or our, our ancestors, sorry. They came out here, most of them are Christian-based people. Right? Mm-hmm. Catholic, Christian, whatever. Right now I'm seeing, and then what did they do? They they interacted with the native population out here, and of course it didn't go well for them. Um, you know, I've never had any part of it, and I don't think any of the natives have ever had, like, we haven't clashed in that way. Maybe mm-hmm. there is a, uh, there's layers to it, I get it, but let's keep it simple for the sake of this conversation. But I think that the federal government now is pitting us against each other. Because if you ever put those two groups of people, think about it. You put you put the ancestor, like what my ancestors had to do to put you and me in front of each other right now. And then not only that, but look at the native population out here and what their ancestors had to go through to put them here right now. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with probably two. If you could ever get those two groups to get along, that's a tough bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah, that just feels right. Right? Hey, is like uh, we 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 fight with First Nation dudes all the time, and I don't I mean don't. fight. You know, no, no, no. I mean, don't fight. Like, I mean, yeah. don't like we train with them. Yeah, there's three f- toughest motherfuckers. Oh, in, you ever in, yeah, in, our in MMA, in, in MMA. Yeah, just they're they're tough. I, I haven't fought the guy that uh, and been around the guy that comes out of Loon Lake. Yeah, like, you, oh, uh, El, is it Elmer? I don't know. I've heard this guy's tough, just as tough nails. as nails, yeah. and they are because they're descendants of tough people that didn't die from smallpox, tuberculosis. Warriors. They're they're warriors. And yeah. so are our descendants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what I mean is if if that if that blood can ever 
connect, I mean, like can get together and say, listen, Western Canada is Western Canada. And you Eastern fuckers can stay the hell out of our way, and we're going to continue to build our own empire out here. Look out. I know I'm oversimplifying it, but nine times out of ten, I get along with people. Maybe it's higher. Yeah. And and then there's a percentage that I just like. I think it's probably higher, Ken. You think so? Yeah. But then when it's... You get along with people better than everybody, I know. uh, Except except if I don't like somebody. Sure. You get a different side of Kenny. But you... You don't like a lot less people than most. Like, no, I would agree with that. I, I don't do, like a lot of people. On the you, whole, I yes. like people. I like learning about people. Yep. I, I've learned to... I'm not saying this because I've entered into this nasty game called politics. But I've learned to celebrate, and not even celebrate, be genuinely interested in different cultures, different foods, different languages, different ways of learning, different ways of building, different religions. Uh, um I think when you when you stop thinking that just because something was the way you were when you were 10, that it's absolutely the right way and everything else is weird and foreign and probably wrong. And that's what going to university taught me. That's what traveling the world taught me. And also I'm mixing that with my personality of being, I've just always been friends. Like I, I, if you're a decent person and, and you treat others well, I, I've, I've just always been friends. Remember when I was a kid, uh, there's a few families that came to uh, Lloyd Mr. from Chile, Chile, I think they say. And uh, these were tough, tough buggers. One of them was Boxer. Uh, Raul was his name. And it, yeah, and of tough. Of course his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think they're from Chile, maybe Argentina, I can't remember. But yeah. the, uh, um, the, the mom, did I tell you this story already? So th- that was when I was in kindergarten, grade one, grade two. And I remember as a kid, I didn't even see color on people's skin. And I don't think most kids do. I, I was just, you know, there's, uh, they just from my class. And I got along with them. So they, they'd come over to my house for my birthdays and I'd go to their house for their birthdays. And I remember their, their mom one time, I, I would like to go back and see her again if she's still alive. And she had me over for supper, a special supper, just to say, I just want to thank you for, for being so kind to us, even though we're not from here and we have different colored skin. I was like, uh, I don't get what you're doing here. <laughs> like, what, so you're inviting me over for supper to be friends with my friends, right? Because I don't even. What do you mean? What do you mean? Different colored skin, and, and that's just been me my whole life. Yeah. Uh, one of my uh, good friends. I'm supposed to go golfing with him here shortly. Uh, we used to call him Duke. He doesn't like Duke anymore. But Philip Chief is his name. He's up at Onion Lake. He just came played hockey with us, and him and I were just buddies. He taught me how to swear in Cree, you know, and, and nice. we just hung out. Yeah, and so the, <laughs> I'm not going to see any of them. But uh, that, Come on, that, Ken. That's the, if you think about it, is what? It, let, me, let me throw this at you. I think we're being influenced by the crazies on the extremes. Absolutely. And the crazies on the extremes, what do you mean? Like the, the bell curve, right? The, the most of us are in the middle. Most of us are just normal people that just want to make a living, have some good relationships, golf on Saturday night, you know, have the neighbor over for coffee, watch the kids grow up, you know, like uh, not to take advantage of the week. That's, that's going to be the majority of us. It's these tales on the end that are saying, we should burn all the churches, right? Or we should, uh, uh, you know, we should, we should create division between First Nations and, you know, because of the, of the graves. Yeah. Let, let's just... Let's just settle this real quick. Hurting young children and harming them and causing them to either starve or be tortured or to be hurt in any way is evil, period. Mm-hmm. You don't need to convince me and I don't need a sticker on my face on Facebook to do that. I'm telling you, that's just wrong. 
That's just wrong. I know what's happened throughout history. Humans are nasty and they're beautiful, right? We all have the, the widest of extremes. Is burning 65 churches good? Some of these communities, like these are these were built by, by people that put their money together and put is that solving anything? No, it's causing more hate and anger and but it's not the majority of them. Guaranteed. It's a it's the nutballs on the edges. Right? For sure. And so I wonder what if we just looked at each other and went, okay, let's dust off these crazies. Get out of get out of our camps. We're not with you anymore. What if you're Italian, French, English, Norwegian, First Nations, Cree, you know, what if we just looked at it and said, what if we dust these crazies and what if we did what was best for us and we worked together? We're going to disagree, mm-hmm. but let's work together for the betterment of all. That just has a cool ring to it. I think if we come together, man, we're going to be dangerous. Oh, and we need to get the fuck out of the past. Yes. Like if, if we can say in uh, the West. Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on that a little bit, but I think I know where you're going, but you keep going. No. Um, when I say we need to, we can't, hate on the past because it was like a lot of the things we're mad about and this happens a lot in the United States too happened a long time ago and here's the thing we all live in this house now together Mm -hmm. right Um, and getting mad at somebody over something that like like you said you brought up the residential school thing is if you're going to look at me and say well we need these guys to pay because of what happened to, because if somebody that was white buried or killed somebody that was native and neither of us really have anything to do with the oppressor and the oppressed, we need to be okay. That happened. Can we, we got to learn from it is what we need to do and realize that the exact same government that funded that situation is the same government that is currently operating right now. Yeah. And if they can do it once, they can do it again. So for our future, if you do not think that this government that we currently have is going to st- not start trying to segregate and I'm not going to say exterminate, but if it's never the government that does the killing. They always get somebody else to do it for them. You know, you never, they always do. And I'm not saying they're going to kill us, but I'm saying they might. Mm. And the thing is, is what the native population needs to realize, what the Catholic population needs to realize, what the, you know, agnostic population needs to realize, what everybody needs to realize in Western Canada is we have an enemy, but it ain't each other. It's not. So we have to put the past behind us and say, we have our own chunk of land here that is getting raped and pillaged by a a, a tyrant. Yeah, maybe, and that is Eastern Canada. Maybe like, cause when you're into the, the things that have a lot of motion tied into it, uh, emotions get involved. Absolutely. Right. But maybe it could be said like this is that no matter what color your skin is or what your background is, if the person, the individual that you're talking to is hoping and, and would love to see the best happen for you, they're your ally. If they want to hurt you, stifle you, minimize you, scorn you, make make your voice make you voiceless, they're not. They they shouldn't be on your team. So, as opposed to saying that everybody with this color of skin is against me or for me, that's too simple, and it it's not true. 
and so the fir- first nations with the re- with the uh, with the reserve or with the uh, the residential schools to just hate everybody with a certain color of skin but, but again this isn't going to be the normal so we're almost wasting our time because either the, these are the fringes yep you know the but the, the, the people of, in the middle though can I, I understand what you mean mm. by that and those are the vocal like yes. right now everybody has a voice because of the internet yeah and because of social media so the lunatics on both the left and the right yeah like it's not just it's not just the left. They ha- they own the narrative right now. The, the extremes. Yeah. So there's you know it's a home it's a it's mm-hmm. a it's a home and home. Let's mm-hmm. call it. So you know for the last little while you know it if you wanted to say that the right wing had their way mm-hmm. you know then great they did and but they you you know the left wing lunatics were still screaming left wing lunatic shit. The right wing lunatics were still screaming right-wing lunatic shit. But guess what? For a while there, we were playing in their barn. Yeah. Or in in that barn. Now you can scream left-wing crazy propaganda bullshit. Thing is, though, we're playing in the left-wing's barn, mm-hmm. which is social media, which is which is the media in general. It's all it's a lot of what politics has become. So they can shot they can they can take shots all they want. And they they get to because they're playing at home, and the right wing lunatics are trying to fire back at them, and it's it's this mess. But what we do is the eighty to ninety percent, maybe even more in between, is we sit there and watch this, and think we have to choose a side. Yeah, maybe we just got to get out of our camps. Well, you just got to stop watching these dipshits go because, like we talked about earlier, like if you're on either extreme, all you care about is publicity and power. That's all you're looking for. So if you take away the publicity and the power, so if you just ignore it and just go about your business mm-hmm. and do what the fuck you should be doing, they go away because yeah. they don't have any power. Because most of these people, A, don't have jobs. They don't have anything to fall back on other than anarchy and chaos. Yeah. That's all they have because they can do it from the safety of their mom's basement. They come out of the dark like little fucking vampires every once a month to burn some shit down and go have a protest and go be a bunch of idiots. And they run back to mom and dad's basement and live in there until they find something else to go scream and holler about. And what do we do? We look at them and say, oh, they matter. Yeah, we're giving them attention. Go on. And next time you see somebody say something stupid yeah. on the internet or on Facebook, yeah. whatever, just open their profile. Open up their profile and look at it and be like, okay, if this was real life, would I give a shit what this person says? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, you're going to be like, no. Actually, maybe this person needs some help. Yeah. This person has some cognitive fucking problems <laughs> and probably needs some psychiatric evaluation. But yeah. instead, we're like, what they said matters. It's like, no, that doesn't. Yeah. The, the, um, when, you go, when you're talking about... Uh, uh, learn from the past, but move, look to move to the future. You know, when I think about like, say, say you and I, say we'd never met each other. We'd meet each other. I'd find out like you, you like the strength train. You know, I, I, I'd like to learn more about strength training. I'd uh, got to get my squad up and we'd find out that we both liked a little bit of MMA. We both liked the hunt. You know, we both, you know, whatever we'd, we'd, we'd get to know each other. And then what would happen is, is the, the relationship would deepen. And part of deepening is me taking the time to understand who you are. Where'd you come from? What's your past? What's some good things that happened in your childhood? What's some bad things? You know, like, let's talk about that. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, and you do it for me. And over a period of 5, 10, 15 years, we'd really know each other. And, and I look at it like that with First Nations, is that should we spend the entire time talking about the past 
No, but it's okay to, 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 to hear, listen about it, have empathy for it. And then for me, right? Cause I, yeah. my, my past is good and bad. And there's some people that are really nice to me and some people are really mean to me. And I go back into the Scottish lines, you know, we, we, we got the shit kicked out of us, out of us a few times. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that it's, what's wrong with, with learning and, and, and understanding and, and seeing what, what led into who you are today. Right. And then what I'd say is, and how do we learn from that to make the tomorrow better? Absolutely. You know, and how do, how do, how do, how do I understand what went right and wrong so I can be better and you can well, be so better? So that we can stop it from happening. Sure. And so that's where I come back to is like, when I think of my old childhood friend, Philip Chief, is do I, do I want the best for the people of Onion Lake? Yes, I do. Why, why wouldn't I? Would I love to see them prosper? Uh, sure. Like, that'd be good for them. It'd be good for all of us. And would I like it if they if they wanted the same with Duke? You know, sorry, Duke, if you're listening to this, but uh, Philip, <laughs> it would would I like it if he was wanting the best for me and wanted to encourage me to become a better person and have a better life? Yeah, it's called a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just that's that's as simple as this needs to be. We don't need the virtual signal. We don't need to fly out and, and get your picture with a teddy bear with your kneel beside. You know, like Justin Trudeau, like <laughs> using it for political gain. That's just distasteful. Yeah. Not that's I, I, that's a way. I, that's not a strong enough word. It's not a strong. But All anyways, I saw was an open shot. You know, that's kind of what I hope, Tanner, is, is I'm just one little little piece of a, of a, of a giant puzzle. And where, where I'm aiming is, for now, is into the political realm. And I want to aim at positivity and reality. And, and I've, I've, I'm going to be for my family and my community, my area first. And if we can work with the larger nation, good. But my loyalties are to those closest to me. And that's, that's my... That's my you know, your circle, if you do it yourself, yep. and, your cir- and then your friends, and your community, and then your province, and you know, so my, my circle that I'm most loyal to is my, is the West. Yeah. You know, the... And it should be. Yeah, it, it should. should. Everybody out here should worry about, it should be this. Right. Start small, work your way out. And then if if, if we look after the West, East looks after the East, and I know we're, we're also lumping in, you know, there's going to be people... Oh, the poor east, right? It, we, we we link in the Newfoundlands and the New Brunswick. We and the, do, and and I and I got to be careful because my family comes back is from PEI, yeah. and I love PEI. You know, this is hard on me a little bit to well, talk about this. Over, yeah, but my my grandma's from PEI. I've, I've flown out there. I've seen the 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 place that my my great great grandpa, you know, or my great grandpa lived in, and and I feel for for it. And sometimes, but again, even if let's even go to some extremes here, you do end up being small nations within a larger nation. Still go to PEI, you know. I can still fly to Toronto, you know. Yeah. Like, like we can still agree to have trade agreements and and be allies. And you know, it, it's not the end of the world if it's just best. It might even be better with more localized governance. Well, just, just autonomous like, provinces yeah. would be perfect. Like, like Quebec. Govern is, yourself. Quebecers are, are are different, and that's okay. We, we can celebrate that. And if they want to yeah. have their tax structure in a certain way and subsidize something and and you know build something out and build, don't build a bridge but build the road over there. <laughs> who am I to tell them they're yeah. wrong, right? And 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 them with us. Who are they to say that we want to produce some of the cleanest oil on planet Earth? Who are, who are them to say that we're wrong? You know. Yeah. You know. So so yeah. So it's and and when I say that too is like uh, I was thinking that when I said it is when I say the East as the enemy. Yeah. I mean I, I you know for all the people out there fucking freaking out. Well, he's there, you know because that's how people operate. That's it, Laurentian elite. Yeah, well, what they... The fancy suits with the the pointed leather shoes that are... You know, what it is, is I look at it as exactly the people, the people in power right now only worry about the East because that's where the votes are, like you said. Central. Can we we agree on Central? Yeah, Central. I mean, the... That, you know, 
lower Canada, whatever. Yeah, the biggest vote. But like you said early in the podcast is, of course, they're going to do what's best for each other when you have all the power in that one. Like, I'm not saying that the people in Thunder Bay are our enemy. That's not... You know, no. they're probably sitting there doing the exact same thing we are. That's that's not what I mean by by the enemy. Yeah. What I'm saying is their representatives, which are a lot of those elites out there, are raping and pillaging Western Canada. And if you are in Thunder Bay or Barrie or, yep. you know, Northern Oshawa, Ontario. whatever yep. like that, you don't really care if it's happening or not because it's like, well, but, you know, it's... We're, we're doing all right out here, maybe. Yeah, there's good, you know? people. There's good so people in every province. You're going to look away. So that's the biggest problem is it's, you know, if history is going to be kind mm-hmm. to Western Canada, we need to look at history as a basis of, of a repeating event. And it from what I see the, the platform of our federal government right now, and then I look at our position out West, the future doesn't look good for us. It does not look good under this regime because you can look at uh, Germany or Germania is what it was called during the Roman Empire. You can look at the Ukraine and Poland as part of the Soviet Union. And you can see what happens when you... Because what our, our government right now is looking to become, you know, a totalitarianism entity. It's just what it is. You can... Prove me wrong. <laughs> you know, that's what everybody's saying nowadays. We can Prove agree there's, me wrong. there's too much power in, they're in, trying in to, Ottawa's yeah, hands. They're trying to take as much power yep. as possible. And we can use history to prove that those entities typically take their outlying areas, which would be Western Canada, that is usually, and the more resources they have, the more they're going to rape and pillage them. And that's what's coming. It's only going to get worse, Ken. It's yeah, only going to get worse. The, unless... We can stand up, st- and that's, I believe, what you're talking about. In statistics, it? I like statistics, and the um, sometimes it allows you to stop talking with emotion. Mm-hmm. And so, if we had a, a graph and we trended, let's just say we were going to graph uh, um, the relationship of the West with the East over time, right? Or the way the West has been treated by like, I keep saying the East. Let's say by by Eastern biased let's say on, governments. Let's say, say by that. Ottawa. Let's say yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. By Ottawa. I should start saying Ottawa because yeah. fam- I have family out on the East Coast. The and government. The government. Yeah. And uh, um, if you were to do time <clears throat> and establish a trend line, I think it goes like this. It's getting worse, 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 worse. Right. And so if, if we can sometimes look at a trend line to predict the future. And so if, if it's trending in the wrong direction, just like say oil price, right? Right now, you know, oil price is trending up or trending down. You're going to say, I, I, I think it's trending up or down. It can change. Yeah. But right now, I think we're trending in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I think we're trending into where it's, we're getting hurt, being harmed, and, and the East is, uh, Ottawa is turning their back on us. So now we need to say, where does that trend out? You know, where, where are we in five years? <clears throat> and what can we do today to stop that? Right. And that's up to us, right? We can control our own destiny. Right? We're, we're responsible for our own actions. Mm-hmm. And so as opposed to saying, what are they going to do to us next? It's a little bit like, what are we going to let them do to us? And what are we going to do? What are we going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and so so that's kind of where, where it's at, is uh, um, I hope that people wake up. 
You know, this whole part of where people say, I'm just not into politics. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a weak statement. You know, there's a statement by Plato that says, those who don't get involved in politics are destined to be governed by those who do. It's Absolutely. something along those lines. It's so true. Not everybody has to run for MP, but you have to think. You have to analyze. You have to yeah. talk, deal with the things that we just talked about and, and f- come to your own conclusion. Say, I 100% disagree with them, or I agree with 75%, or that's a good point, or I'm going to research that more, whatever. But wake up your mind. Stop sleeping. Mm-hmm. Stop sleeping. You need to, we all need to wake up. And we need to start to focus on this and say, I may need to, to get my brain turned on and get engaged in my community. I mean, it might not have to, it might be time to start volunteering. It might be time to start paying down my debt. It might be time to start, you know, standing, standing up for my church. It might be time to start repairing relations with First Nations. I don't know, but quit, get off your damn smartphone and your Netflix and get engaged in life and, and help yourself, your family, and your community. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Well, I uh, that's, what, <laughs> that's what people need. Yeah. Like we need people to think like Get that. alive. Get alive. Mm-hmm. You're, you're put here to live and to experience and to contribute, right. not to be consumed. So this, this, and, and if you're just somebody that just says, you know what, my ass is comfortable. I really don't care. I just mm-hmm. want to go with the status quo because I just care about myself. Uh, I can't control that. Well, I'm disappointed. Just pick up, a, pick up a book or two about history and find out what happens to people that think that way. Yeah. It doesn't go well, you know. No. And- Humans, we, we, have, we have good people. We have good people in the West and all over. But I'm going to focus on the West now. Now, yeah. uh, Tanner, something I'll, I'll mention too is uh, some people say, uh, well, this Maverick Party, it's a, it's a wonderful idea, but I'll tell you right now, we can't, we can't risk splitting the vote. Yeah, that's one of the first things I worried about. Yeah, and me too, actually. Yeah. When I was like, oh, gee, another party. You know, we really just need to get Stephen Harper, who's got a bit bit more teeth, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right, who gets in here and... and tells the spoiled children, you stop treating the West like that. And you, yeah. do you know how many resources are out West? We lose them, right? Yeah, Where yeah. You t- children start getting along, right? It's kind of what we were all hoping for. I was waiting for my, the father yeah, yeah. kind of to enter Ottawa and make us kids get along. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're just maturing Tanner. Like maybe this, because my mind is like, we're not a child. We're full grown adults. Mm-hmm. We can take care of our own business. Got food, got energy, strong work ethic. Like, you know, we need to ask ourselves, what, what's in it for us to keep doing this dance? We want to keep dance with you, but you, you better show up to the dance. Yeah. And uh, anyways, this, the vote splitting thing, it's a weak argument. Like people, you need to stop using it because here's how it works is in our area, uh, Rosemary Falk had uh, 78% of the vote. I want to say she had 28,000 votes. Number two, 4,000 for the liberals. So there was a... a 4,000 people voted number liberal? Two. Yeah, that's where I tell you, a Fed's post could have won, right? No, but I can't believe 4,000 people voted uh, liberal. Yeah, <clears throat> really? You thought it would be like 32,000 with three people voting outside of that? I thought you would have had 28,000 conservative, maybe 2,000 NDP, and like nine liberal. Yeah, I think, um, I, don't quote me, I'd have to go back and look at my stats, but I believe the numbers go like that. I believe it was okay. 28,000 and change, and then 4,000-ish for liberal, and then maybe, I don't know, 3,000, okay. I thought always thought the NDP was more, sec- like, as far as the left left-wing party of the yep. West. I always thought it was NDP over Well, and provincially it was like that, wasn't it? In Saskatchewan. Yeah. Like our younger years would have been the NDPers. I don't Well, know. anytime the Conservatives have lost out West, it's been to NDPs. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is, actually. I don't we know. Never, because they never lose to yeah. Liberals. There's probably never been a Liberal government out here. Jeez, I don't know. Like, it's 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 blue, right? Yeah. Um, or was, it's a pretend blue, no. But anyways, Even the NDPs that were in power here weren't 
true. They're not like jag meat. No, let's just say that. You know? No, no. But anyway, uh, um, but anyways, people are saying I'd love to join that, but I can't risk sending a liberal because the only way we can get Justin Trudeau out of Ottawa is by set voting conservative, more conservative seats. Okay, yeah. No, no. We just have to make sure this. That's not a true statement. The 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 only the way to get Justin Trudeau out is to make sure as as few seats as possible go liberal. Mm-hmm. Right. So on our seat here, if you vote, let's say sixteen thousand vote uh, uh, Maverick, mm-hmm. twelve thousand vote Conservative. Mm-hmm. It's twenty thousand. Yeah. Let's assume it's the same. Or we'll assume constant. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's a pretty four, safe assumption. Four thousand goes to to Liberals and and twenty five hundred go to NDP. Tell me again how the NDP was going to come out the middle with four thousand votes. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. We'd have to split that. There'd have to be. I'd have to do the math. What would you have? Twelve Mavericks. That all yeah. take three thousand each. That allows the four thousand so, liberal to come through the middle. So point is, is Maverick is only going to run in areas where you're either going to send a Maverick or a conservative. Right. Right. So, so now, do we worry about majority and minority governments then at this point? Because that's where my concern would be, Ken. Right off the hop, is if if Justin Trudeau needs what yep. would he need for a majority? What is the uh, magic it's number? Uh, three three thirty eight divided by two. What is it? One uh, seventy or something like that. So whatever. Yeah, one seventy eight or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, like one seventy times two is three forty. So you know, there you go. Somewhere in that range. Okay. Let's say it's one seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just always worry if he's on the cusp. Yeah, but going this though is that whether I this guess seat, he still doesn't get right. that. Seat. Oh no, he still doesn't get that. Let's scenario that this. Seat, yeah. Whether this this uh, this uh, Battleford Lloyd Minster goes Maverick or Conservative, yeah. Assuming you you get to circle either yeah. one of those, he's still not. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't help him to yeah. or hurt him. It just makes sure that seat doesn't go liberal. Right. So it's more on the high end of winning the prime ministership or not. Now let me throw this at you. Let's now. What has more influence for you, Tanner, as as a resident of Battleford's Lloydminster? Let's say conservatives get a minority parliament, mm-hmm. and let's say there's 15 Maverick MPs that go, and one of them is from Battleford's Lloydminster. Or let, no, I should say, and you get the pick. What would you rather have a Maverick MP or a conservative MP? Right. If it's a minority, which one would you rather? Yeah, exactly. If you're a Maverick, yeah, you've got some you've got some clout, man. Well, yeah, you're, you're not you're listening to Aaron O'Toole. No. And you get to help keep that conservative government in power. And the only way they stay in power is by doing Party Quebec or Bloc Party yeah. Quebecois. Yeah. So, so to me, it's like the, I only see ups from voting Maverick. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put it that way, it, it makes more sense to somebody that didn't understand it, like me. Yeah. Yep. So now it's like, uh, what do you got to lose? Yeah. Right? Scur- conservative it. goes in there and has to toe the conservative line, yeah. which is now the conservative party now is more liberal than John Cretchen's liberal party in the 90s. I, I, I would have to think about like, that more, but it seems realistic to me. Yeah. You know, I, I would I say, so. I mean, say, just on, I mean, we're in a more liberal world, so I guess yeah. you can play that card. But let's just say this isn't necessarily the most conservative government we've ever seen that's a, trying to go against Trudeau No, it right seems now. like, like when I think back, I was younger then, but when I think to Cretchen or Paul Martin, yeah. right, or Joe Clark or some of these, yeah. they were all kind of physically responsible. Like, I don't remember them saying... what liberalism was supposed... To, like, well, people always them. refer back to the British liberal kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the liberal was supposed to be an in-between yeah. of right-wing and left-wing crazy. Mm-hmm. That's what it was intended to be. Yeah. And that's why I always just wonder nowadays is, it's almost like people become whatever they need to be to be popular. Well, and the the world has become so soft and pussified and liberal that 
now they're more liberal than like now they've gone completely crazy left wing, which you, makes sense you know because just, all the people are. You know what just hit me there is as a kid, I remember our area hoping that Chrétien didn't win, but I don't remember people hating him. No. Well, you should never hate, but the, uh, they Paul, weren't like Paul Martin. He, he ran a shipping company. Like he was a, yeah. I, I just remember him being like, you know, kind of like, eh, would I prefer if conserved? Yeah. Because my area tells me I should vote yeah. conserved, but I don't remember thinking like the country sunk if Paul Martin wins. Right. And that tells me that we were in a different era. And, and you think about it, probably the two times where our country was the most separated Pierre and Justin. One hundred percent, and everybody knew that. Pre- we went, it, it didn't trend all the way down. We go back in time. We had Pierre Trudeau, who, from what I understand, the Westerners, like our parents and older. Yeah, who? Yeah, they were in the same boat as and, what and we so are wh- now. What is it about them that wants to div- like? What are they doing? Why wouldn't you want your family to get along? You know, why are they doing it? So the Maverick parties are springing in. It do you is want, what it do is. You want I your answer control. to that? Sure, Fidel Castro. You think so? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I guess I can't. I can only control me. And it is what it is, and that's the way we're heading. They look so towards, gotta, they're communists, Yeah, is what they are. Justin and Pierre Trudeau, <clears throat> unrelated, are communists. That's what it is. So that's what you're seeing right now yeah. is what happens. So when Ch- Chrétien comes in, he's a Canadian. Well, I guess you get to see. He wants to be Canada. He wants to do what's best yeah. for him. I mean, he's still going to toe the line towards his Eastern bias because yeah. that's where the votes are. Paul Martin, everybody. Maybe we could go like this, is look at the fruits that are produced by the person's labor and judge them by that. Absolutely. And so if Pierre and Justin have caused unbelievable harm and separation and anger and, you know, uh, well, the way we're feeling now, that's the fruits they're producing. So whether it's communist or it's not, or it's all I do know is it's caused hurt and harm and divide. For sure. It's not good to be in Western Canada when those two dipshits are in power. That's what we know. Well, Tanner, have we, have we beat this one up enough? Yeah. I, it's like I said, this was, um, we said we weren't going to go political too much. And then you went and became a politician. So now <laughs> here we are. Uh, we were yeah. trying to stay away from COVID. And, and Who thought that? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we always stayed clear. But so, so uh, Ted, yeah. what I would say, I mean, our podcast is focused on the war on weakness. Mm-hmm. And myself included is, is I encourage everybody to get strong politically. This is your life. This is your family. This is your future. You owe it to your kids and your grandkids and, and all those after to get involved and get smart. Mm-hmm. Read books, think, analyze and and if you decide that Maverick Party is wrong and it's better to support a different, good. Just get involved. Get yeah. plugged in, man. At right? least and do your research. Do your research. And and and, and the other thing I'd say, Tanner, is that this has movement. Like I I, I didn't tell you this story. Uh, the, our EDA in the in the Battleford's Lloyd Minster. That this is the group that kind of got Battleford's Lloyd Minster rolling with Maverick before I I came along. Is they uh, when they when I met them. These are these are blue collar farmers, entrepreneurs, people like you and me, and and I I find that these are the people that are getting attracted to the Mavericks, which is good. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I spent all day making signs. You know, I put out a thing on Facebook saying, "If you want to sign, contact me." And lots, <laughs> there's a movement, yeah. and uh, so I spent all day making these signs. Well, me and my two sons went out to to deliver them to the to the people that have the highway fronting property first, and then we're going to get to the ones on the secondary roads. And uh, we're in this old farm See, truck. See, you're already biased. 
What's that? You're already biased towards just, the people that have the most influence. <laughs> we're all, you're corrupt we're all, already. We're Ken. all equal, just some yeah, are a little more equal than others. It only took a week, and now you're already the most corrupt <laughs> son of a no, bitch no, in this room. No, yeah, what's up, crackling up there? Yeah, that's uh, um, too loud. No, but um, what is I, I had uh, an old beat-up half-ton. So it was me and my boys, and this old beat-up half-ton felt like I was back in Saskatchewan in, in my high school days. And my boys were all wearing caps, and we got ripped up jeans, and we got work gloves on, and we're putting up these things. And I'm like, if I'm somebody going by at somebody's driveway, and I see this truck and me and my boys, it looks like we're going into scope the place out. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, run, I'm running quickly through the ditch with these signs to put them up. I'm trying to hide the signs as I'm kind of, because I don't yeah. want to have people phone the cops or anything like that. As I'm going back, I would say it was every 15th vehicle that managed to turn their head and take a look at the sign, caught a glimpse of it. You'd get a horn honk or a thumbs up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, there's demand. Yeah. This, I'm excited. Like I, some of the biggest, biggest, um, most rewards are from overcoming the largest obstacles. Yeah. I'm going up against somebody with 78% of the vote last time. This is David versus Goliath. Yeah. But we're doing it for the right reasons. We're doing it for the people, not for the game. This isn't to get a pension. This isn't to look important. This is to protect and honor and fight for our future, our kids and our grandkids. Yeah. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Oh, it would be amazing for this to come together. Like, I would love to see Western Canada band together. Yeah. It'd be, because we've never experienced, like, I know we've never experienced independence and freedom out here. And I'm not saying that you need to go in as a separatist entity. Like, no. let's not say that. Let's st- but let's just say that Western Canada gets its own, you know, it, it, we, it gets fair. It, it yeah. gets a fair we deal. We stand up for ourselves. Yeah, and, and say, we're our own. We get fair, to be us. And we're aiming for what's fair, Yeah. period. And now whatever that takes, that's yeah, what it takes. I like that. I would just love to see us finally. Like, when I was a kid and you looked at the United States, right, nothing in Canada was, like, cool. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. everything in the U.S., you're like, man, that's where... Yeah, it's almost embarrassing. All, all were the coolest, yeah. that their flag was fucking cool. California. Yeah. You saw, like, you know, yeah. Texas, and they, they were like, yeah. you know, and everybody, like, every Western movie you see, yeah. United States, and, you yeah. know, every, every song you listen to yeah. had, you know, like, if I write a song... Like, uh, I was listening the other day, we were listening to uh, some George Strait, some old yep. school 90, 80s and 90s country. And like, he's, uh, you know, his songs, I was laughing because my son and I mm-hmm. were listening and his songs have all these Texan yep. cities in them. Yeah. Right. And I got thinking, I'm like, and he can sing a song with a Texan city in it. And you're like, oh man. But if you're saying about Winnipeg. That's cool. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> imagine a country song singing about Winnipeg. Yeah. Or, yeah or, George Strait yeah, singing about Regina. Yorkton. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. it's kind of, it kind of gives you that like, yeah. oh, we're not nearly as cool. Feel. You know what yeah, I mean? All it's the artists of, were cool. All TV shows. I hated yeah. watching Canadian TV exactly. shows. And now like, uh, do you remember there was an Olympics that was in Vancouver? I remember the commentators watching it saying, I've covered multiple Olympics and I don't know what it is, but Canadians have come into their own. Ooh. We're now proud to wear jackets with the Canada flag. We're yeah. proud to put on the Canadian mitts. And I remember thinking, this one was yeah, a while ago. This I don't think that's the same now. No, it's not. The, and no. now, but though I, I've personally taken that a step further now yeah. is now not only, so we, that was the first step being saying, I'm proud, proud to be in Canada. I think it's the best, one of the best countries on planet earth. Now I'm saying, and I'm, I'm even prouder to be Western Canadian. Yeah. I, I'm proud of our work ethic, our culture, our cows, our hunting, our, our oil. I'm not embarrassed about this. No, this is good. It and, is good. And, We're and, our and own. I'm, and you, you can 
tell me I'm a dirty son of a gun because I like my ste- steaks medium rare on a barbecue, yeah. and I like that my my I, I can see an oil well off my my front porch. Yeah, you can hate me all you want, and I'm proud of it. And we have so like, and I was saying with the at the states, what what yeah. they had that we didn't have, I could never figure it out. I was like, well, they had media. Like, let's face it, the. The um, well, they're older than us too, more mature. Well, and they so, but there's Russia's fucking how old, and oh. they don't have the influence the United States does. Not the influence, but the yeah. pride. Like, like they're they're comfortable in their own but skin. The influence, think, like they? to to be everybody's always looked at the United States as this oh, you know beacon media. of just yeah mm, yeah. And I was, I was like, why is that? And I mean, and I know Hollywood has a lot to do with it. Sure, you know it does. World War Two, yeah, had a little bit of success there. Well, and, and what it was was they're the first country that we know of in the modern era, and by modern, I mean like, mm-hmm. you know, last thousand years or something like that, that went and fought for the freedom to be what you want to be. Now, caveat to that, mm-hmm. I listened to Tim Kennedy. He's a guy on, uh, or no, it wasn't Tim Kennedy. It was another guy. Garrett White was his name. He was talking about, because they just celebrated Independence Day. And you do, whoops, you do have to look at the fact of, you know, a lot of the Native American population suffered. Mm-hmm. And I'm suffered. I mean, that might be the biggest understatement. I, 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 I'm trying to educate myself on this more, yep. you know. And um, they took a shit kicking by the colonists mm-hmm. that came in. They did. But at the end of the day, so I, I just wanted to say that because I understand there's another side of this argument, right? But why the United States always seems so cool was they had their own thing. They were their own. They fought for their independence. They had a civil war that actually yep. that actually ended slavery, which slavery's been around for the dawn of time. We've always had slaves. And all of a sudden, we have this country Says that humans doesn't... Are equal. Yeah, that has equality. Yeah. That, nowhere else in the fucking world does that happen. Yeah, it was a pretty cool story. You know what I mean? And yeah. so they ended up becoming this thing. And they were so goddamn proud of themselves. They're falling apart right now. You can see, like, it's it's coming mm-hmm. apart at the scenes. Will they fall apart? I don't think so. I think that they're too tough. I think yeah. that there's too many people there, like there is out in Western yeah. Canada, that'll be like, no, you had your fun. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, I think we, we've never had that moment. Canada has had glimpses of it, and I think Eastern Canada has had their, they they feel like that's Canada. Yeah. But out West here is it's almost like we've been like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're Canada too, I guess. Don't or, forget about us. You know, you know, kind yeah. of like, but like we've never been, we don't have that, not that they had to Until fight now. for their freedom. Until now. British, the Britons yeah. just got tired of having to fucking mm. send somebody over here to go and fucking hang out at all these things and try to, so they're here, just, you guys just sign it, do whatever the hell you want. We're mm. out of here. The British Empire basically yep. didn't, and they sure. just gave back everything. They're like, fuck off. We're just tired of dealing with all your shit. Yep. But Western Canada, especially out of all the places in North America, like Mexico had to fight with, you can talk to Garrett about this. They had to fight for their freedom from, from Spain, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And I think France, didn't they? Didn't they have the Mexican wars. Did they yeah. have Me- but either I, I, way, they, yeah. had, they fought for their fucking freedom. The United States fought for their freedom. Canada kind of just was given the freedom, but if there was any sense of freedom or any sense of um, national identity, it is in Ottawa, yeah. St. Lawrence Seaway, parts of like Newfoundland mm-hmm. and, and Labrador and all those, you know, kind of that upper lower Canada idea. That's where Canada is. Yeah. 
out here, we're not like we're kind of just this lost soul. Or and we're we're the lost soul. But I think that what we need to do out here, and I've thought lots about this coming like the about you doing what you do mm-hmm. now. It, it's 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 got me thinking. Is this is our time? Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, like it. it I would love to see us band together and say, you know what? I want us to look at our current government and the media that they own because those are our two biggest enemies. Stop burning down churches. Stop going and, you know, doing what we do to each other out here. If you're going to burn something down, burn down the fucking parliament buildings. Mm. That's what you should be burning down, not fucking Catholic churches. And if you're going to start, you know, calling people names and pointing fingers, point them at the fucking people who's doing it. And that is our current fucking government. Stop pointing it at each other. Yeah. I just say like, let's, let's just control what we can control. And that's what I mean. So then outside of that is let's just realize that they don't fucking matter. Go burn down the CBC too while you're at it. Yours are my relationship with, with Onion Lake and with, uh, you know, Red Cross with our community, with North Battleford, you know, that's, that's what we can control. That's what matters. And why do we take care of us? Why do we have such a problem with, the 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 Indian reserves around here, the, the whatever indigenous mm-hmm. reserves, whatever the fuck that you want to call them, um, is that why do we have such a uh, an intolerance towards them, and why do they have such an intolerance towards us? I think I think the, the federal fucking government. Well, I I would back you up on that. I don't think we do. I don't have any problems. I I, I have friends. I think it's the fringes that we're talking about. I think the middles oh, for sure. You talk to but any there's still an animosity there. And us, I don't know. For sure. For the normal. But here's the thing is we need to come together. It doesn't matter if we... Maybe there is, but I... I yeah, but I mean, from the outside looking in then, Ken, maybe is we can spit fucking Skittles and rainbows all over the fucking floor here. If we need to come together yeah, that's, as that's all a, that's these people. Sure. So, I sure. mean, as long as you can even see that there's animosity there, we need to say, okay... Shit's gone south for you guys. Yeah. And, you know, you. and, and, you know, they've done their fair share of stuff back as well, especially in more recent times. But what we need to do is say it doesn't fucking matter anymore because this matters right now. We have a bigger fight than with each other. All we can do is control ourselves and say, I'm aiming for a positive, healthy relationship with any and all. Right. That's, that's, that's and then we need to bring the cities into this too yep. because they're out in fucking left field as well. Yeah. And they need to realize that. You know, mm-hmm. you may live in this bubble of a city that leans towards socialism, which leans towards our current mm-hmm. government, but you still live on the land that, like that city's still built upon land that that government does not give a shit about. Mm-hmm. So you're still part of it. You might not think so, yeah. but you are yeah. because you still live out here. So I was going to say, I think that this is a potential ability as a coming out party for Western Canada to say, listen, okay, we, we need to put all this, we need to stop letting them dictate what we think. Agreed. Because that's what's happening. feels like this is our 18th birthday and it's time to become adults. Time to go. Exactly. Tanner, I think I have to go to the washroom. Oh, Uh, we've had a glass of water and a giant glass of coffee (laughs) and this pops and, uh, uh, let's, let's shut her down. I think we've, uh, we've done enough here. We've done enough damage for today. Or, or, or I think this was building (laughs) myself, but I'm fucking being sarcastic. Okay. Jesus. Tanner, good one. Thanks. Thanks for doing this again. All right. Till next time. Take care.